Welcome to Better Movies, starring Adam. I feel like I'm being meaner because I'm so scared of getting owned in front of Sky. Avery. More wine, please. Matt. And uh, today we have a special guest host, Sky. I'm so tired of you guys. Before we actually start the podcast, do we want to do like a little like getting to know you, Sky, bit? Or shall we just go right into the thing? Getting to know you. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. So, so glad we're, we're already recording for that. That was incredible. <laughs> Yes, please continue. I used to teach college, and I would start off my first day that way. I bet and, the kids uh, loved you. Mm-hmm. You were the cool one. Yeah. It never went as well as I don't. <laughs> and yet you continued on. And I had low hopes. So <laughs> never reached it. Yeah, it was weird. Never found the right group. Never found that group that was really into... The 1940s King and I. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get the the Rogers and Hammerstein fan. You weren't teaching Yul Brenner 101, because otherwise <laughs> it would have gone down. <laughs> I think we should do a getting to know you type thing. What does All that right, cool. entail? No one knows. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, All right, let's do a test. podcast. Uh, yeah, in, welcome to the... Hello, well, Adam, stop talking over me. <laughs> Jesus, I'm trying to introduce a podcast. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Welcome to the Better Movies just podcast. Just do it, Matt. Why don't uh, you podcast just where we. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Here we go again. Is this going to be another iCup episode? Because. <laughs> oh, I love that. So it's fun. <laughs> the last the last episode I tried to edit as well I, I literally said the last movie I watched was uh, it was Man on Fire I was like the last movie I watched was Man on Fire and then Adam talked for 10 minutes straight without a break <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that's not how this format works guys <laughs> uh, man I am funny I'm very funny it is okay uh, welcome to the Better Movies Podcast, the podcast where we make movies better. Uh, joining me, as usual, are Adam. Hello. Avery. Hey. And uh, today we have a special guest host, Sky. Hi. Kevin couldn't make it, so uh, this is a much better substitute. Adam, can you sing the theme tune to our Getting to Know You thing? So that getting we can... to know you, <laughs> yes. getting to know all about you. I think for the, for the edit, I'm going to need a verse, a whole verse, and a chorus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's get to know Sky. Sky, what what kind of movies do you like? Like, what, like, what genre? Um, I like a lot of different kind of movies, actually. I think the only thing I won't watch is, like, slash horror-type movies. I can't get on board with scary. I don't like to be scared. Um, So, sci-fi fantasy. I like crappy 1950s horror movies. 50s, 60s, those. Like, you know, space things from outer space. I don't think space things from outer space is one. Sure it is. It's all of them. They came and were descriptive. Right, exactly. Killer blanks from out of here. From elsewhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like those. But uh, but no, my favorite movies are, are usually 
for younger audiences. I like like the Last Unicorn Labyrinth, that kind of Ooh, stuff. Nice. <laughs> I'm not sure if the last the, of Labyrinth is really for uh, younger audiences. Like they market it that way. But there's a lot of... <laughs> take a look at Bowie's pants. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how young? <laughs> it's definitely for the babes. <laughs> I was I was digging it from pretty you know early on. Sweet. So, what's your all-time favorite movie? Yeah, that's probably going to be The Last Unicorn. <laughs> nice. I don't know what this is. What is The Last Unicorn? You haven't it's seen The Last Unicorn? The book. Oh my god, how can you it's... not have seen this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I just like bore my soul in front of you guys, and here you are criticizing me. You Safe are spaces most... for unicorns and for me, how about <laughs> It's uh, based on a book by Peter S. Beagle. It's an incredibly awesome animated movie from like the late 80s, mid to late okay. 80s. And um, it's got Jeff Bridges singing in it. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. It's also like it's been a long time since I've seen it, but it's also very sad and very horrific in parts. It, it is. Really? It's really sad. <laughs> like it's one of those it's one of those kids movies where you like if you'd actually seen it as a kid, I'd you would argue, be scarred yeah, that that's by not, it. Yes, exactly. Like, and I've been watching it since oh, I was about yes. six. Oh yeah. I'm not favorite. saying that's a bad so is it thing. just like <laughs> is it like two hours of like the fire scene from Bambi, but like just that's it? <laughs> that's what is it? It just have you seen the, a lot have of you seen like, the never ending story? Oh, Adam, yes. have you seen you know when the horse dies? Oh, in the, yeah. in the bog of sadness. Yeah, it it's is just like that yeah. on a loop. <laughs> oh no. It's called the bog of sadness in that movie. Like it doesn't yeah. get more like in your face like this is the worst thing. And you it's just that. Care. It's the just that movie. on a loop. It's very bad. It's actually the swamp the of last... sadness. You know, Sky, I, I actually should have seen The Last Unicorn in the movie theaters, but somehow uh, we went. my brother and I went with my grandmother and we got separated on the way down the hall to the film. And she went to go see the movie and we saw something else. I'm not mm. sure what it was. Even good caretaking. But we were like, where yeah. the heck is grandma? It's really good. Does your mom know about that? Yeah, we walked in at the end of the movie because our movie ended at first and we were like, this wasn't the last year. We just sat down and like when it started, okay, we'll just watch this instead. And we finished and my grandmother did wasn't you, there. Did <laughs> so you ever we walked see her again? <laughs> yeah. The last grandmother. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Make a note of that. That's good for the second segment of the podcast. <laughs> you don't remember what you saw though? I, I'm trying to remember what else was showing at the time. It was another animated film. It might have been... It does sound like there's maybe I, a more important thing for you to remember, which is being abandoned by your grandmother. Yeah. I feel like that memory yeah. would easily take over. My favorite my favorite part of that is that she took her grandsons to the movies. <laughs> and then just left them. Didn't look <laughs> for them. The movie started, yeah. and she was like, well, they're not here, yeah, but I'm not missing whatever. the trailers. Jesus. <laughs> maybe, well... And, and the one worst part that I really did remember is she had the she left with the drinks. She left with I two wish. other young boys. <laughs> what, a, what a great eulogy to give at <laughs> And uh, now who's going to buy my popcorn? That's what's the real upsetting part about this whole thing. I thought She's you meant gone. the two other boys that she left with gave the eulogy. And, oh. and they were like, and that's how we met Jima. <laughs> it yeah. does sound like she'd be closer to them than she is to Humphrey <laughs> at this point. The, well, the funny thing is that actually at her age and, and her um, her memory problems now, she probably would walk oh, yeah. out with two other boys. That's not so much funny as it is very, very sad, though. Yeah, thanks. That's, that's a bummer. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm still in a very fortunate place, so it seems kind of funny looking... <laughs> 
looking <laughs> down. Looking at it from as the outside. I'm good. You know, Everyone's like, tragedy is hilarious. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first segment is called New Releases, and it's where we discuss the last movie we watched. Adam, what was the last movie you watched? Uh, I watched the heartwarming tale, the lovely, feel-good, family-friendly movie Braveheart. Nice. And, yeah, I've seen clips of it before, and I thought when You've I You've never seen, seen Braveheart? This is... I've seen The Last Unicorn what? and Braveheart riding on it. I've seen all the movies. I've seen every movie. How did I even... I should have done a more thorough vetting process before I invited people onto this podcast. Because you haven't seen The Last Unicorn. You haven't seen Braveheart. I tried watching Braveheart once, but there was a girl that was not interested in me, which were the type of girls that I was most interested in. And it Obviously, was very difficult. yeah. Um, but I've... I, so I've watched, like, clips of Braveheart. I've seen little... Bits here and there. Yeah, and mostly I, staring at that girl, though. Yes, and well, I thought I had seen the saddest parts of the movie. Mm. It's been really sad. <laughs> they stick out. There are a lot of really sad moments. Yeah. In Even the funny moments where someone's like, "You're gonna fight us, British people." Here's my butt. Yeah. It's a tragedy. <laughs> that is, I think, an exact <laughs> quote. It's actually, it's a little known, it's that, it's a nice little bit of trivia, like how Sam Rockwell dances in all of his movies. Mel mm-hmm. Gibson actually says, here's my butt, in every single one of his movies. <laughs> it's just a little, like, a little Easter like, egg he throws in there for the fans. Yeah, it's, like like the yeah. Hitchcock cameo. I like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I liked that. I thought it was neat that they incorporated so many, like, uh, authentic s- slang terms from the UK, like, here's my butt. Uh, that's very UK classic. I never hear any yeah. British people say anything but that, to be honest. Yeah, well, that rusts my trousers. That was another one that was thrown out, I think. Right. By George's pants, I think. It was, These it was are great. good. These are I, very good, yeah. I can tell you've seen the movie, and... just from this. Bloomin' Onion. Was, yes, yes. The classic scene where he puts her up against the tree and he's yeah. like... Oh, no. Blooming onion. Blooming onion. <laughs> the um, movie would be better this way. Some, who, do we, who do we Wasn't call? It? That was the movie I watched. It was very yeah. British. Used all the correct slang terms. Adam, your English <laughs> accent sounds remarkably like an Australian accent. Like, so it sounds you, like Mal Gibson's so can, actual voice. Can I give my actual British accent? So I do improv sometimes when we get asked to do British accents. Oh, hang on. Time check. One that I, it's I been 20 minutes good. before Adam mentions that he does improv sometimes. That's, <laughs> that's about average for the show. You still haven't come to a show, so I guess I'll keep mentioning it. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Okay, so it's pretty good. So it goes like this. It goes... Good God. That's incredible. It's, it's like I'm back home. I, oh, yeah, I think it's... I think Oliver Twist is catfishing us, you guys. Yeah, that's astounding. So, yeah, but Braveheart was... It was really good. It was long, but it was good. Still. Yeah. Long. So I think, okay, so what I would change, right? That's what we're going to, so what I would change. Yeah, how would you improve it? So obviously the most famous line is the one that was already quoted, right? 
It's the climax of the whole butt. thing. Show us your butt. <laughs> Show us your butt. No, the, you the, sorry. It. <laughs> sorry, this this is the second climax. The, the second yeah. one. Yeah. The blooming um, onion. Is nope, nope. Uh, it's when he don't use my jokes against me. <laughs> I will. How dare you? Uh, so when he's like final scene, he's getting tortured like in front of an entire like an entire town, right? Yeah. And they're like. And they're like yanking on his on his on his scrotum. Do we say that on this podcast? Is that okay? we can say it on the podcast, but I don't know if you can say it as a Mormon. I think is yeah. the issue. It wasn't that it was too far. I was wondering, do I need to go further? They're tugging on his fun sack. I don't know what I was supposed uh, to say. They're just they're disemboweling him. They're not yanking on his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what um, was it that far? They're ripping out his guts and like quartering his body, dude. Hmm. Your assumption, though, is really I fascinating. Did... Yeah, yeah. Well, they I... look at all the, they pull up all the tools, and the only one I can focus on <laughs> is the one specifically made to chop off balls. That's like it, I was horrified. Which it was terrifying. He recognizes yeah. right off the bat. Like he's I... like, oh, that's my the ancestors ball were British. I, I know what they are. That. <laughs> that's the the Jenny Baller is what they called it. Yes. Ugh. We always called it the tickling Pete, but whichever one. Okay, so they're ripping his guts out, apparently, which is horrifying, and he really should have reacted stronger, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so he starts, and so he shouts out, right? They're like, just say something. And he shouts out, freedom. And I call BS. There's no freaking way. I respect it. You think it, he would have shouted, but... stop? Please yes. no. <laughs> no. At the least, he should have said "ow." That's like not. <laughs> oh, I don't. Fuck. I like that he says "freedom" for the movie, but knowing Mel, Mel Gibson, he probably sorry, Aubrey, he'd probably shout "Jews." That's <laughs> what it is. And <laughs> actually, Adam, I think you must have got the edited version because in the version I saw, he just went "fuck" for like a full minute. I would have preferred that. Nobody puts <laughs> baby in a corner. <laughs> that would have also been an excellent thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what movie did other people watch? <laughs> that's my that's my bit. What are you doing? It's oh, my right. only role on the podcast is to say to what movie did you watch? Yeah. Avery, what movie was the last movie that you watched? I saw John Wick Chapter 2. Uh, basically, it's the same thing as John Wick 1, except there's a lot higher body count. Like There's also an d- even prime number in it. There is. The movie picks up five days after the the last one ended, and that's um, a number five. That is a number five. <laughs> Fucking got the count on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, everything. The story just and the body count rises and rises. Basically, after the end of two films, he's killed off. Uh, I'd say about half of the population of Manhattan. Is Lance Reddick in it? And do you see his feet? Is what I want to know. That's my one question. Yes, you do not. You do not see his feet. Uh, Bullshit. At all. I'm trying to remember if you even see. Um, it's like they didn't the even listen to our podcast before they shot it. Sky, that's a callback to a different podcast we did. <laughs> I heard you like those. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way for us to isolate listeners and make sure that people who jump in won't understand what we're talking about. <laughs> I already don't know what you're talking you, about. So you do see Lance Reddick at the end of the film. Uh, outside of the hotel, uh, I believe there's some trousers. I'm not sure if he's nice. Sweet, I, I'm happy then. And as far as a way to improve it, um, so Lawrence Fishburne has a part in the film. Sweet, and it's this big thing because I think this is the first time since Matrix that they were together on screen. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and if I, if I were to improve it, I'd say, you know, just bring in Carrie Ann Moss as well. You know, bring back the trio. What would be her role in the film? What would she do? I guess well, she'd just be killed because that's what, that's that's what, what happens if you go into a John Wick film and your name is not John Wick. Well, you know, after after at the end of the two movies, I'd say he, he could use a, a, a sidekick that wasn't, you know, like a dog. So you think that women are one step above a dog is what you're saying. As a... Uh-oh. I am not saying that, that at that, all. That is I'd what think. I heard. And That's I heard very... Matt say that the woman could be a part of the movie so that she could just die off. This is... <laughs> Actually, my suggestion was going to be that Carrie Ann Moss should be in it, and she should also be called John Wick. <gasps> She's John Wick too, yes! Cause it, yeah, exactly. Yes. I don't know what John Wick is. Wait. But she's the second but, one. But she would be two. Oh, she would be the second yeah. one. Yeah, she'd be the second one who Matt would advocate to pay 78 cents to <laughs> exactly. the dollar. 78th of a gold coin rather than a full... In, <laughs> in John Wick, when you kill someone, they give you a gold coin. Um, it's a bit like what? Mario Video in games. that way. Mario? Yeah. And then you have to give them a gold coin for them to clean it up, yeah. It's a lot like Mario. Hmm. What Adam, I think what you're advocating for is a more kind of socially aware John Wick, which I put to you should be called John Woke. (laughs) 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 Sky, what was the last movie you watched? Well, unsurprisingly, I'm sure it was uh, the original animated Beauty and the Beast. In preparation for the, the new one coming out, or was it just what you had? In preparation because you were going to be our guest on the oh. podcast. <laughs> Should I sing yes. again? Be our guest. Be, I, you know, nice. I've never even seen the movie. Oh, You've never seen Beauty and the Beast? I've only seen parts. Oh, That's You've never, never seen, seen, seen Beauty and the Braveheart. That is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know whether I'll get to the new one. I'd like to, but I don't know if I will. I just happen to watch Beauty and the Beast every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> do you have kids or something? I do. I have a few. I'm pretty yeah. sure the past three or maybe four podcasts in a row, one of us, and it's usually me. The last movie we watched was a Disney movie. Oh yeah. So we're, we're doing. We've got a pretty good track record. Yeah, I mean, like, in essentially yeah. in the last three days, I could choose between several. The Zootopia, Fern Gully, or Beauty and the Beast. That's what we yeah. get to talk about. Mm, Fern Gully. <laughs> so, how would you improve the beloved classic Disney movie, Beauty and the Beast? I, it's one of my favorites, and I think that the only way that it can be improved is to not change the beast into a prince at the end of it. I think that's the yeah. worst part of the movie. <laughs> Like as soon as those Wait, those the, light beams come out of his toes, and you're like, no thanks, and roll credits. Like everybody should remain trapped in the spell. <laughs> they all, seem, all like, they all seem to be doing pretty well. They out of were it. Like, happy. They were pretty way. happy. I mean, they surface wow. level complained about it, but really everybody had, uh, you know, had it going. And I'm pretty sure immortality, because if you think about it, right. Like, that happened, what, years. 10 years? Yeah, so long ago. And, like, Chip is still a kid. I mean, that would suck Actually, being Actually, you know, I think it's forever, like 16 years or something like that. I don't think it's hundreds. I think it's like 16. It's like till his 25th year or something. So I think it's actually... That's right, yeah. yeah. 10, but still. 11. It's like a decade or something. Still, it's a while. I, I think it's... I definitely agree with that because there's a scene where Beast gets really mad and he, like, starts breaking furniture. <laughs> and they don't talk about this, but when everyone comes back to life... <laughs> There are bodies strewn across that castle. Yeah, you know, that's an excellent goddamn point. 
<laughs> I didn't even. Yeah, and no one brings mean, that up. That there's gonna just be like things, yeah, body parts all over the place. It. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's what that table is <laughs> like. There's no additional song where Cogsworth mourns the death of his brother, but it's in there. Yeah, his grandfather, who was also a grandfather clock. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> also, the Beast is like the quintessential like guy who uses cute animal to sucker in this girl sort of thing and that's just dastardly but, but, but he's the cute animal is what he you're saying. is yeah exactly yeah, like i've pretty said dastardly. it before and it's basically like at the end hey what did you do with my talking dog like who wants <laughs> who wants this weirdo that like you've barely i mean i want my huge anthropomorphic pet back yeah is there a Beauty and the Beast 2 where she finds out that actually, as a human, she's not into him? There's... And then she just goes and explores, like, furry fandom uh, for You know a while? what, Matt? There is a Beauty and the Beast 2. I bet that's <laughs> not what happens in it, though. It's not. And in fact, in Beauty and the Beast 2, he's a beast again. Yeah. It's really weird. All of the things go back to him being a beast. Because they know it's they good. know it's the only thing. <laughs> yes. They made a major improvement. I'm pretty sure that Tim Curry voices the villain. In the oh, second that's one, very, oh, that's and awesome. yeah. I really can't abide a cartoon where Tim Curry doesn't voice the villain. So <laughs> yeah, I goodness. think who voiced the villain in the in the first Gaston? one? Not Gaston. No, wasn't there like a old the old guy that who, runs the insane that? asylum? Oh, yeah, it was not him. Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's like wickedly evil. He's like yeah, I'll yeah. totally lock them up for money. The thing about that character, I think he like appears in other Disney cartoons. Like, there's a character who looks just like him in Ichabod Crane, and all he does is say, like, one line, and it's the creepiest line in the whole There's also movie. a character that like, looks just like him in Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Does it say, look at my butt? Nice. <laughs> yes, that is the line. I wish. It's the creepiest line, It's yeah. the creepiest way to say it, though. It makes it unnerving. <laughs> He's also, he looks just like the dude from uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. He looks a lot like that dude. Frollo? Yeah, that dude. Frollo's fancy, though. But yeah, he looks... He's fancier. It could be the same guy, because both movies take place in France, right? Yeah. He's just going from place to place, uh, trying to lock people <laughs> harassing. up. Harassing. Yeah, <laughs> harassing. That is conspiracy theory right there in Disney. Disney. It's like the Pixar, I'm everything is the same. Like, it's uh, the one Pixar timeline theory, but it's one villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also the like the motivation mm -hmm. behind Jafar. What, so he's like Roland um, Flag? I don't not know Roland Flag, reference. not Roland Flag. Sorry, uh, just Flag from the Dark Tower series. I've never read a Stephen King. I've read Gunslinger. <laughs> right, so so the Man in Black, he he winds his way throughout all these other stories that Stephen King yeah. tells, just traveling through time and oh. space. <laughs> oh, cool. He's Doctor Who. Yes, so that, but for Disney movies. Yeah, he's that, but he's also like the lamp in Pixar, <laughs> right at the beginning. That follows. Yeah, Same thing. That follows. Yeah. The lamp is notoriously evil. Yeah. Well, he squishes mm -hmm. the eye. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, he's, he's vicious. And then he casts the light on you as if to say that you are the problem. <laughs> and doesn't cast light on his own issues yeah. instead. Accusing, accusing the very viewer symbolic. instead of the... Uh, it's one yeah. eye like Saren saying, like, I see where you are and I will damn you in my place. You probably have a really good time watching movies, like, in the theater. <laughs> I feel like no one no one really understands movies besides me after I come out of them. Like, oh, people walk away with a very different understanding. How did you, how did you like Wally, Adam? I really liked it. Oh, I did not enjoy when the eye damned me to eternal... <laughs> 
<laughs> thinking about that damn um, lamp. <laughs> do not love yeah. lamp. Besides that, it was cute. Um, can I do mine now? If we have we got more Beauty and the Beast to do? Guess we'll turn it over to the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so the last movie I saw was called. Mike and Dave need wedding dates, and it was very bad, and I did not enjoy it. And it's Zac Efron and that short dude who looks kind of like a potato. Adam Devine. You know who I'm talking about? Adam Devine. Yep, that's him. Yeah, and they need wedding dates, and it was one of those like it was one of those like new R-rated comedies where it's like raunchy to the point of not being funny anymore at all. So my improvement of the movie. And it's kind of more of a general improvement of those movies in general. Is like <laughs> it had that plot arc where it introduces some assholes at the beginning, and then they do assholeish stuff for like the first. I'm sorry, am I boring you, Avery? Nah, where are you going? What the hell? <laughs> just just walked away in the middle of this. <laughs> That's never happened before. Things just. <laughs> Got too kinky too quick. It was apparently, all... people were like playing with their thumbholes, and I don't know. I need more specifics in this movie. Ruin it for us. I don't care. Oh, okay. Right now, so right now, Mike, the whole like they do things and sadness. They do, they do a bunch. Tell of, us I more. just didn't want to get too in depth with it. Uh, so Mike and Dave are uh, assholes, and their dad is like, "Quit being an asshole and get a date for your sister's wedding." Destination um, wedding, though, right? Destination wedding to Hawaii. And so they post online, they post on Craigslist, like, need dates to Hawaii, and it goes viral. And uh, these two girls who are played by Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick, who are both delightful, but not great in this movie, uh, like, fake a meet-cute so that they meet... Aubrey Plaza throws herself in front of a car um, in front of them so that they run over and, like, save her. Um, and then they take them to Hawaii, uh, but they meet them under this pretense, and then they they pretend they were they're like nice girls, um, so that they'll take them to Hawaii. But all the time they're like trying to keep down the fact that they're actually crazy, and then like hijinks ensue. Oh my gosh, um, that's exactly how I met my husband. It is based on a true story. I didn't realize it was yours. Yeah, though. I, I'm living large yeah. off of that. He's swiped right with his car. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> I don't bad, what bad, I was saying. Bad sideswipe fight joke. That's my yeah, fault. That's, that was good. To improve it would be everything. So improvement would be everything. Less gay panic jokes, more jokes generally. Like just more of them, because they did this thing where they like they had a joke and then they would tell it to you. And then five minutes later, they'd be like, hey, remember that joke five oh minutes God, ago? Oh my God, Adam would have loved and that. And then in 20 minutes, they'd be like, hey, remember that time we told a joke? As though it would get funnier on retelling. And you'd be like, no, all I can think about is that crazy lamp that is condemning me with each jump and hop. Remember? I think, do you remember when I yeah, told that joke before and then I just told it? So, like, the improvement is to make it a good movie instead of... Make it a good movie, I think. The improvement is to uphold the sanctity of marriage. I understand. Yeah, I that's right. That is... Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it could have done with... So, like, 
Zac Efron was like the kind of lovable, the more lovable of the two characters, and Adam Devine was the more of the assholeish one. And I really like Zac Efron, and I feel like if he had played both of those roles, I would that would have improved it. Like just two, like a parent, two Zac parent Efron's. trap situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been very. They good. should remake Parent Trap with Zac Efron. Holy shit, that'd be wicked mm. though. Um, it would. It would and be like, very not, good. Not yeah. early Zac Efron either. Like, like now. Now Zac Efron. Yeah. Current, yeah. Current Who's just weirdly obsessed with his parents <clears throat> getting back together. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan should play the stepmom. <laughs> but then the other Lindsay Lohan that they got the rid other of the movie should play the, <laughs> the other one that they, that they killed prestige yeah. style at the end of that movie. They should somehow get her back and she Well, they'll just use the prestige machine again. Just call up David Bowie's estate and buy it off them. We'll need it for the two Zac Efron's anyway. <laughs> I hope everyone's seen the prestige because one, I just ruined it. And two, it's not that it's not that old a movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Which very will surprise sorry, no one. <laughs> it's much less animated than what you usually watch, though. That's incredibly true. Although, are there puppets? No. But David Bowie, though. Oh, well, so, I mean, in that instance, yeah. yeah. David Bowie, yes. 100%. Um, so, yeah, my improvement would, to be make, would be to make it the parent trap. Yeah. Put David Bowie in it. With da- put David Bowie in it. David Bowie and Zac Efron in the Parent Trap. I would love it if they did. Uh, this is going to be another another Muppet reference, but in the Great Muppet Caper, uh, Fozzie and Kermit play twins, um, and it's never really addressed the fact that they don't look alike, and people keep getting getting them confused, and it's like a running gag. I would love it if David Bowie and Zac Efron played twins. Yes. And no yes. one ever addressed the fact that there was like a 40-year age difference and they look nothing alike. Also, I have some amazing. really bad David Bowie news to apparently break to. Oh, oh, really? Oh, what? No. <laughs> I'm in a really emotionally fragile place right now, Adam. So, so if you could... I, if it's, I hope it's not too bad because it might just break me. Uh, he's done making albums. Oh, no. That's very sad. Yes. This got, oh yeah, That's... this got like legitimately emotional for me. I'm like, oh, I miss yeah. <laughs> I know, way That's... to bum us all Wait, out. Is that, three, is that three in a row that we've ended on bummers? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be a nightmare to edit. Strangely <laughs> enough, Braveheart ended on... Braveheart <laughs> 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 was the only no. one that didn't end on a bummer. <laughs> oh no. We better move on to the next segment, I think, because this is not going well. So this is coming soon. This is a segment where we take your suggestions for movies and we talk about them and make them into movies. Um, I think we should let Sky pick what we talk about because it's her. she's a guest host. Uh, I, I like a streaker named Desire. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't right. contribute much since I have never seen that either. <laughs> Excellent. Does anybody know a streetcar named Desire? <laughs> I, I know, no, I know, like, the quintessential scene, but, like, I've never seen it, actually. Yeah, no, me either. Um, I don't know how so, much help I'm going to be either. Someone else pick one, then. Wait, no, 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 let's talk about this based on the fact that we only know the bit where he's, like, she's, like, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers, and then the bit where he's, like, Stella. Stella. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Stella. That's all we know. Oh, my God. But... Let's let's workshop a movie based around that. 
I think I think the the smart way of going about it is to just divorce it completely from the source material. It's one of those things that's spiritually inspired by a streetcar named Desire, but actually doesn't follow the plot at all. Uh, I think at the very least, a streaker named Desire makes a lot more sense to me. I mean, who names a streetcar? One. Yeah. Who, I mean, no one's, who's the guy who's making streetcars and naming them after cliche stripper names to begin with? Where it's like, here's Chastity, the streetcar, which is always a just naming them after abject nouns. He's just like... <laughs> Could be. <laughs> this one's called loneliness. Oh. <laughs> I also like the image of someone, like, handcrafting streetcars. <laughs> just, like, in his streetcar workshop. Slaving away. Well, I mean, because... Are we doing this? No? Are we incorporating the streaker aspect of this? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, is, what is the arc of this movie, though? Like, what's the, what's the story here? We've got our characters, Streetcar, Streaker, Desire. <laughs> I think that says it all. I, I don't think that <laughs> we you don't need, need to do anything else. That. We just say the name that someone else. It's if you if you were gonna watch it, it would be like it would open on the car, and then the guy would run across naked, screaming Stella, and then it would roll the credits. Yes, mm-hmm. that's so, so. You just need to you just need to cast this guy. Yeah. Should we go with Will Ferrell? I'll, I'll, um... No, I don't need to see Will Ferrell naked no. ever again. Not again. Um... <laughs> Can we use the rotting corpse of Marlon Brando? <laughs> just, it would be very cheap to do. You just throw, throw it. it. Throw it again. <laughs> just play the audio back from the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's done. Yes, I think we nailed it. This is less a movie than it is a vine. <laughs> it's... it's, it's for modern times, yeah. we've updated it, is what it is. I'm a little hesitant just because I hear what you're saying with the shot of like it being a car. I'd like, I kind of want the first shot to to start at this person's bare feet, and it just slowly pans up. Oh. How how slowly are we talking? Like, do you want to make this a ninety minute feature? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just the world's yeah. slowest fan. Yeah. Gosh, and, from the bottom up. And once really. <laughs> Yeah, and it gets to those thighs, you're like, no. (laughs) Because as well, it's taken so long to get to the thighs, you know that what you're going to see next is going to be on screen It's going to take a long time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, no. No. What it is, is it's an allegory to how it's a streaker named Desire, but he's so undesirable because you just watched it all for way too long. I think as well we should so two things we should firstly not announce who we've not announce who we've cast as the streaker so that people can be guessing the whole time. <clears throat> I think it's really important that we keep it the rotting corpse of Marlon Brando, <laughs> per- particularly <laughs> in this slow pan in this slow pan instance. But, this is important but... to me. <laughs> So here's my thing. I want maximum amount of time on the most uncomfortable part, which means we need you don't the smallest think dead person. body. So I am pitching Danny DeVito as you're always pitching my... Danny DeVito. <laughs> He's not even dead. He's not not so hard to pitch, mind you. Skyler, I'm very confused as to why you don't watch horror movies slash movies at this point. <laughs> it's the it's the torture element, I think. This might... and in this <laughs> this sounds like the worst torture movie. 
We have to get Eli Roth to direct this one because it's horrific. It's torturing the audience. You have yeah. to do like um, the clockwork orange with the eyes held open for the whole audience. Oh, you know, that's part of it. It's like 3D goggles, but it's the clockwork orange. <laughs> <laughs> machine, so everybody gets a pair. The usher's handing them out, and you're like, "No, I don't need them." Yeah. He's like, "No, you have to." You you, yes, you them. absolutely do. But mm-hmm. I have to watch you put on the, these Ludovico And so glasses. we all know what the soundtrack would be. Then we all know. Yeah. Beautiful By classical. Screams. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're going to make me say it out loud, I'll say it out loud, but I'm worried the rotting corpse of anybody's wiener is going to fall off. And... I think that that's an important part of it. But, I mean, that's that's where the tension of the movie arises. Like, it's by the yeah, because you you're waiting, there, like, is it, isn't it? Is it going to... Right. Oh, no. And there's, there's, a, there's a little breeze. <laughs> there's a little breeze I don't know if going. I appreciate where you've gone <laughs> um, with this. I'm I'm going to back out now. Oh. Aha, Danny DeVito back on track. No. <laughs> no, well, you backed out. You can't, you can't have another say now. Damn it. Damn it, damn it. If it's not, if it's not the corpse of Marlon Brando, then yeah. fucking forget it. <laughs> That's a phrase that you hear more often than you'd think you would. So this is our shortest movie we've ever, well, well, it's a full-length feature film, but the shortest storyline. Shortest storyline. It's probably the just... easiest one we've had to pitch as well. I think you guys are, are mispronouncing best. Now, I have, a, I, have a question. I have a question with regards to him yelling Stella. Does he yell... It's 90 minutes. Does he yell it just once when we get to his face? Or does <laughs> no, he continually it's... yell it for 90 minutes? Just over and over again? It's stretched out. No, not oh, over just, and over, just one long... It's just long... one Stella, and then he holds that R uh, for the whole... He's got... I mean, you you would okay. be surprised to know that Marlon Brando's corpse has a beautiful vibrato. <laughs> I was thinking it would just pan up and it'd finally just be like this... Uh, like a Sunday Comics air bubble thing that just says... <laughs> I don't know that we're going to be able to reconcile yeah, creative differences on different this. Yeah, I think we have two very different creative visions. I was thinking as well, Adam, about uh, um, mashing the two creative visions. And the problem is going to be, if we have the timing set for Marlon Brando's corpse, it's going to keep panning way beyond Danny DeVito's head. Like, we're going to get like a full 20 minutes of just air up there. Well, that's why I was saying, I want the smallest person so you can have the longest or slowest pan over each inch. Because there's only so many, there's so few, you know. You got more time. As long as they have the clockwork orange goggles, I'm good. It's like I'm the only one who wants to see Danny DeVito nude. And <laughs> I have insisted. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure even Danny DeVito is not a fan. Not as much as, as you as are. Happens, yeah. That's for sure. Well, I guess we all have to question how we got this group together. Okay. <laughs> All right, streaker name desire. Streaker name desire. Check done one. All right, what else have we got? Oh, by the way, um, we should say streaker name desire sent in by at Trojan Source. I feel like we should do a catchdenomical one. I feel like we have to keep doing one every episode until she's done. <laughs> yeah. What about stumble? <laughs> oh, nice. One word. Stumble sent stumble. in as always by at catchdenomical. Uh, do you have a pitch for Stumble that you want to give us? Or did you just like the... Yeah, I like it. I, f- I feel like it's maybe like the prequel to Crash. 
Or maybe it's the sequel, actually. Let's go with sequel, and here's my reason. So, have, has everyone seen Crash, right? It's all about racism and stuff. We take these same characters, and they've now aged, so now some of them are like racist old people. And stumble is a horrifying word, almost as traumatic as crash when you're in your 30s or whatever, right? <laughs> and so it's wow. just kind of like this. Wow. Uh, it's like a. It's like those commercials. What are those called? Where it's uh, you got the button. Life alert. Life. Life. Whatever. Life for, alert. Life alert for your 30s. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Twit- I'm pretty sure Twitter is life alert for your thirties, <laughs> and I'm also pretty sure Twitter is life alert for your thirties. Is a good tweet that one of us should do immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, stumble. Stumble. I was thinking that stumble. Stumble has the name of one of those movies that's like a smash hit at Sundance and everybody loves, and then it goes on to do like minor awards buzz, and it's about like I don't know. It's about like a midwestern. Um, teen who that's all i got that's as far as i made with the with the pitch <laughs> but that's that's how i feel mm-hmm. about stumble there's absolutely no, there's stumbling, no stumbling going on, going on in this stumble. film it's like it's a metaphor but, but because it's artistic yeah, they named exactly, it stumble yeah. for some reason or other maybe it's like a a teenager from the midwest who is a, a gymnast you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What if it's about like uh, this this love story between these two teens who are busy on their phones and they kind of like trip and bump into each other and hilarity ensues. How about it's that, but not that at all. How about it's... <laughs> Perfect. How about it's a horror movie where it's set in like a super competitive uh, gymnastics, maybe the Olympics even, uh, or like a gymnastics academy. I don't know if they have those. But um, everyone's doing gymnastics the whole time. But anytime anyone fluffs it, someone murders them, and they're trying to figure out who wow. it is. So it's like very <laughs> saw. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. These maybe it's all of these storylines, and it all takes place in one stumble, Illinois. That's <laughs> that's the location. No, I like the idea that it's all of these storylines. Like, it's a rom-com that's happening against the backdrop of this serial killer story. But it's also mm-hmm. in the in the background of that story is all of the characters from Crash are there too. If I could throw in one more storyline, yeah. it would be an aged Captain Hook who Peter Pan has to care for and realizes that he's been terrorizing... A, uh, a a person who has a disability this whole time, and I feel like this is something that you've is just that been thinking that about that you wanted to shoehorn in here, but it doesn't actually yeah, that's have different. to. <laughs> what if one late one night Peter Pan just saws off a little <laughs> bit of the peg leg, and so he puts it on and he tries to get it like whoa. Learns a valuable lesson in caring for the disabled. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, Avery, I think you've misunderstood Hook because his disability is not that he has a peg leg. It's that he has a I know, fucking I hook. know it's not. You're right. <laughs> oh, this is my fault. I said this. He doesn't have a peg leg. <laughs> Who's to say he doesn't lose a, a leg? He well, does right? get eaten by a crocodile. A crocodile, man. Yeah. At the end, all his limbs are hooks. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm the one who has a problem with disabled people. <laughs> This is crash. Oh my gosh. 
I'm imagining, uh, now, see, now I'm imagining Captain Hook with, like, a little hook on the end of each finger. <laughs> it's basically, I Peter Pan's basically an Edward Scissorhands prequel, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Can you th- imagine him trying to, like, work a cash register with those? <laughs> yeah, vividly. That's what I'm saying, like, I can. I can see him working in, like, a pizza shop and, and one of the hooks is just full of those tickets. <laughs> Imagine Captain Hook using one of those, like, like putting his hand up and through one of those claw machines at Walmart. And he's just, like, snagging him, and he's like, I knew this would come in handy. That's a tweet that I'm going to write. got him, like, got him hooked on there like a kebab. Like five, I love the I- five I- bears. I love the idea of him working in an office and every time the vending machine doesn't quite drop the candy, everybody <laughs> looks at him grips. and he's like, fucking again with this? <laughs> the Jim Halpert face to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> we all- he was he was an accountant beforehand, and then he was like, well, yeah. beforehand. beforehand. <laughs> 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 Every every week on this podcast, Adam tries to either A, do political humor, or B, workshop tweets, and every week he is successful. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him some stellar material there. Um, I was going to say, I also like the idea of um, going into Captain Hook's house and taking your coat off, and then being like, can I just... Can I just... Okay, I think I think that's a podcast, everyone. I think we Yay. podcasted. I am at Adam Browd. Um, I'm Avery, uh, at a burger a day. Uh, I'm at Matt McSee one, and our special guest today was uh, at I am Space Girl. Fantastic! Um, you can follow us uh, at at Better Movies Pod, um, uh, Better Movies Podcast iTunes and wherever you get podcasts apart from Stitcher. We do more advertisement for Stitcher than we do for the people who carry us. <laughs> I know we do. It's the only one that we uh, mention. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a good Yelp review. Follow us in real life. Follow us, <laughs> follow us in real life. <laughs> buy, our, um, buy our couch on eBay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone please buy my couch on eBay. It's it, There's been no bids. <laughs> Thank you. Can we have Sky say the the roll credits? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Sky, can you? The, we normally end our podcast by someone saying roll credits, and it's normally me, but it would be great if it could be you this time. So roll credits. Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs>